0: Welcome to Takedown Tuesday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. I thought I was done with Joe Biden. I explained on a previous Takedown Tuesday why I think he is an arrogant, untrustworthy jerk. I take another swing today because Uncle Joe, Creepy Joe, Sleepy Joe, as the president now calls him, said he is running for president to save the country from the divisive monster currently occupying the Oval Office. Here is Biden's message, launching his presidential campaign.
1: Charlottesville, Virginia is home to the author of one of the great documents in human history. We know it by heart. We hold these truths to be self evident that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. We've heard it so often, it's almost a cliche, but it's who we are. We haven't always lived up to these ideals. Jefferson himself didn't, but we have never before walked away from them. Charlottesville is also home to a defining moment for this nation in the last few years. It was there on August of 2017, we saw Klansmen and white supremacists and neo-Nazis come out in the open. Their crazed faces, illuminated by torches, veins bulging and burying the fangs of racism chanting the same anti-semitic bile heard across europe in the 30s and they were met by a courageous group of americans and a violent clash ensued and a brave young woman lost her life and that's when we heard the words of the president of the united states that stunned the world and shocked the conscience of this nation he said there were quote some very fine people on both sides. Very fine people on both sides. With those words, the President of the United States assigned a moral equivalence between those spreading hate and those with the courage to stand against it. And in that moment, I knew the threat to this nation was unlike any I had ever seen in my lifetime. I wrote at the time that we're in the battle for the soul of this nation. Well, that's even more true today. We are in the battle for the soul of this nation. I believe history will look back on four years of this president and all he embraces as an aberrant moment in time. But if we give Donald Trump eight years in the White House, he will forever and fundamentally alter the character of this nation, who we are. And I cannot stand by and watch that happen. The core values of this nation are standing in the world our very democracy, everything that has made America, America is at stake. That's why today I'm announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. Folks, America is an idea, an idea that's stronger than any army, bigger than any ocean, more powerful than any dictator or tyrant. It gives hope to the most desperate people on earth. It guarantees that everyone is treated with dignity and gives hate no safe harbor. It instills in every person in this country the belief that no matter where you start in life, there's nothing you can achieve if you work at it. That's what we believe. And above all else, that's what's at stake in this election. We can't forget what happened in Charlottesville. Even more important, we have to remember who we are. This is America.
0: Oh, my goodness. We have to remember who we are. This is a guy who lied about his own family background the first time he ran for president. We have to remember who we are. He will say anything. All right, before I get wound up on Biden, let's go back to what the president actually said about the Charlottesville protest.
1: You're putting what you're calling the alt-left and white supremacists on the same moral
0: plane.
2: I'm not putting anybody on a moral plane. What I'm saying is this. You had a group on one side, and you had a group on the other, and they came at each other with clubs, and it was vicious, and it was horrible, and it was a horrible thing to watch. But there is another side. There was a group on this side — you can call them the left, or you've just called them the left — that came violently attacking the other group. So you can say what you want, but that's the way it is. <laughs> Mr. President, it's on both sides, sir? So you said there was hatred, there was violence on both sides.
0: Uh, well I do think there's blame, yes.
2: I think there's blame on both sides. You look at you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about it, and you don't have any doubt about it either. And and, and, and if you reported it accurately, you would say or they Charlottesville. they showed up in me. to protest. And you had some very bad people in that group. But you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group. Excuse me. Excuse me. I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of to them a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. Washington Wait, e. Lee not well, no, George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now, are we going to take down his statue? So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history, you're changing culture, and you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the, with the black outfits and with the helmets and with the baseball bats. You, got a, you, had, a lot of bad, you had a lot of bad people in the other group, too.
1: I'm sorry, I just didn't understand what you were saying. You were saying the press has treated white nationalists unfairly? I just didn't understand what you were
2: saying. There were people in that rally, and I looked the night before. If you look, there were people protesting very quietly the taking down of the statue of Robert E. Lee. I'm sure in that group there were some bad ones. The following day it looked like they had some rough, bad people. Neo-Nazis, white nationalists, whatever you want to call them. But you had a lot of people in that group that were there to innocently protest and very legally protest because, you know, I don't know if you know, they had a permit, the other group didn't have a permit. So I only tell you this, there are two sides to a story. I thought what took place was a horrible moment for our country, a horrible moment, but there are two sides to the
0: country. Can you believe the idiot reporter near the end of that clip So you're saying the neo-Nazis and white nationalists are not being treated fairly by the media? How much clearer could the president have been? He laid it out perfectly. There were four groups of protesters, two for the removal of the statue of Robert E. Lee from the University of Virginia campus, and two groups against removal. Against removal, there was a group of KKK white supremacist neo-Nazis, And the media got every bit of footage of them in all their tiki torch glory. There also was a group that contained none of those hate group people, but were simply concerned about what the president described as changing the culture and history of the South. I am not a Southerner, but I know that Robert E. Lee is held in high regard in the South. He is considered an example of personal honor and civic virtue. What?! He led the fight to rip the country in half. Yes, and you can declare that the wrong move by Lee, but he did it because he believed duty and honor required him to stand with his home state of Virginia. That's why there was a statue and park honoring Lee on the UVA campus. By the way, Lee did not own slaves and was opposed to slavery. I thought it was brilliant for the president to note that the founder of UVA, Thomas Jefferson, was a slave owner. Are they going to purge the campus and its records of any vestige of Jefferson? Back to the protest. The president was right. There were fine people who opposed the removal of the statue because they don't like being bullied by politically correct leftist changers of culture and history. Now, to the groups for removal of the statue. Yes, there were fine people who in good faith believed that you can't separate Lee from the issue of slavery, so he has to go. There also, as the president noted, was another group of people who call themselves anti-fascists, but are in fact the dictionary definition of fascism, They try to bash in the skulls of anyone who disagrees with them. This goes back to Ferguson, Missouri, and other protests around the country, and actually back to the Trump campaign in 2016 when violent provocateurs would plow into Trump rallies and instigate fights so the media could report another brawl at a rally for this relentless inciter of hate and violence, Donald Trump. We had a mob of these thugs with their black uniforms and ominous scarves and a hammer and sickle flag show up at a pro-Trump rally in Omaha. They were massing and threatening to attack a peaceful gathering of Trump supporters, so mounted police formed a defensive line and then went on offense when the thugs tried to breach the line. The only ones who came out of that melee with bumps and bruises were the leftist thugs. They failed on that occasion But the phenomenon still is out there. There is a national network of leftist thug squads. There have been some especially ugly incidents in California. And that network was activated to descend on Charlottesville ready to rumble. And they did. So the president was absolutely right. There were fine people on both sides and there was blame on both sides. But why let the facts spoil an incendiary narrative? Which brings us back to the Biden presidential campaign announcement based on Charlottesville. If you take a spin through the media, you will see that the left generally loved this announcement. Biden gets it. That was the headline on a Washington Post column. The insidious, villainous, poisonous, toxic heart of the Biden announcement is the refusal to acknowledge the facts of the situation at the Charlottesville protest. Biden ignored the reality that there were four groups at the protest. Oh, what the heck? It's Takedown Tuesday. Let's not sugarcoat it. Biden didn't ignore reality. He lied, which he has done in the past on a number of occasions on a variety of topics. Again, as I said, including his own family history. Biden is a liar because he would have to be a complete ignoramus to not understand the reality of the situation at the Charlottesville protest. He said something false, that the president endorsed the white nationalists as fine people. And he knew that it was false. That is lying. I also reject Biden's characterization of Charlottesville as a defining moment for our nation. Two groups of extremist wackos went at each other and fine people on both sides were caught in the middle. If there is anything defining about Charlottesville, it is the way the left has mischaracterized President Trump's assessment of the situation and turned it into the president calling the white nationalists fine people. Here they are one more time, the actual words of President Trump.
2: And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay?
0: Those of you who follow me on the radio know that I preach a live and let live approach to politics. I don't demonize people for disagreeing with me. All viewpoints are welcome. But this is something different. On days like this, I feel more like Rush Limbaugh. Limbaugh has no patience for moderation, compromise, searching for common ground. He says that is unilateral disarmament, political suicide. For Limbaugh, the only option is to win, to defeat the left, because the left leaves us no other option. The left isn't interested in compromise. The left is out to destroy us and America as we have known and loved it. Limbaugh was famous or infamous for his reaction when the Wall Street Journal asked him after the 2008 election to write a column on his view of the imminent Obama presidency. Limbaugh said, I don't need a whole column. I just need four words. I hope he fails. People said, how could you say such a thing? He won fair and square, first black president. How can you root against him? Limbaugh said, it's not personal, it's political. Obama is an avowed leftist who wants to transform America. Remember the media getting all hyped up about the transformative presidency, the transformational presidency. Limbaugh said, I don't want him to succeed. Because if he does succeed at transforming America into what he wants, that means we will have lost our capitalist democratic republic governed by the Constitution. Obama wants to shred the Constitution and turn America into a Euro-socialist state dominated by the national government and left-wing economic and social agendas. So Limbaugh is an unapologetic conservative warrior out to defeat the left, period. I feel that way today because where do you find common ground with a man like Joe Biden who will look right into a camera and almost tear up as he declares that this crazed racist president poses a danger to America unlike any threat in his lifetime. And Biden is supposed to be one of the more moderate voices of reason on the left. It's crazy out there. It's evil out there. And I don't usually use a word like evil to describe people on the opposite side of an issue. But this is nothing short of evil, what the left has done with Charlottesville. It's in the same vein of evil as Jussie Smollett, the actor in Chicago who was willing to stage a fake hate crime and provoke race riots to advance his career. Joe Biden begins his bid for the presidency by exploiting the fake news narrative of President Trump giving his seal of approval to the racist Charlottesville protesters. You, Joe Biden, and the fanatic truth-mangling left are unlike any threat in my lifetime to the fabric of this nation. If I seem extra feisty, it isn't just Takedown Tuesday. I have children who are convinced Donald Trump is a racist. Why? Because they hear mantras such as Charlottesville repeated over and over with no challenge or correction. Why do you believe Trump is a racist? The answer is something like, don't you remember Charlottesville? Indeed, I do remember Charlottesville. We, friends, you and I need to make sure that our children and everyone we know accurately remembers Charlottesville. Yes, indeed, let's remember Charlottesville. Who tried to explain the reality of a complex situation and calm the storm? And who, then and now, has lied about Charlottesville to stoke the flames of racial division for political gain? Do not presume that your children or other people you know have heard the president's actual words and opinions on Charlottesville, unfiltered and unspun by the media. Please play this audio for them and make sure they know the truth. There is one part of Biden's announcement with which I completely agree. He said, everything that makes America, America is at stake in the 2020 election. That is true. Tax cuts and deregulations spurring job growth and economic prosperity enjoyed by all Americans or the economic demolition of the Green New Deal, religious liberty, or open season on people of faith, a judiciary that respects the Constitution, or one that practices tyranny from the bench by making public policy, open borders or secure borders. Yes, everything that makes America America is at stake. For that reason, I will do everything in my power to stop you, Uncle Joe, from getting any closer to the presidency than you already have been. That's Takedown Tuesday on Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. Thank you for listening.